0: sometimes i sit back and i think like man what could have been but then also i think what can still be
1: Mike, check, one, two, one, two, what's going on? It's the all-new KZ123, number one for throwbacks. Ross Martinez, welcome into the KZ Community Beat, our podcast hosted by myself, hey. In the hot this week, Marquise Henderson from Top 4D, Central Illinois' Top 40 party band. We met on the fourth, man, yeah. and we got to talk about it over uh, B. McKnight. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Step one. <laughs> I'm trying to sing all off, key and you over here just like nailing it, but yo it's interesting because we both come from that funk soul Back. era of music like i my family to this day still does soul train lines at really? the crib like at even at the crib my nope. mom would be like yeah come down the line with the little babies yeah, and all yeah. that like bro my entire vibe is 70s yeah, so yeah. i'm like okay i heard you see big mcknight i'm like damn my man got some pipes yeah Right. But, you know, mm-hmm. this podcast is used to just get dip- different people's perspectives and all mm-hmm. that. So it always amazes me when I see a minority out of the norm. Right. Singing into music that you wouldn't normally be like, oh. Right. Like, you look at me and you, you're like, oh, hip-hop cats. Right. But That's I like exactly. all rock. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I like yeah. forty one brother. I like Green Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were talking off mic how you grew up with secular music.
0: Mm-hmm. So... uh Pretty much, I grew up not listening to secular music almost until I was in like second grade. Damn! Yeah, it was all, all, all gospel.
1: (laughs) I like how you say that with a very straight, plain face. Like it was what it was. Yeah, yeah. You
0: know, you know, I, 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 I like to think that I uh, learned a lot of my inflections with my voice from that. You know I feel
1: mean? like a lot of amazing singers come from that type of music, from gospel music, church music, yeah. where they learn to sing with passion for dedication or like Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. higher entity power, God being in in our case. Right, right. But like some who are the biggest influences like musically to you? Uh
0: musically you said Rhyme McKnight, Usher, number one, um, Justin Timberlake. He was like a, Justin Timberlake was one of the first like Secular music that I could listen to, like with NSYNC, and I was like, Man, like that guy has a great voice. And I don't
1: know, he do, man. Like, I like that. Uh, what's that one in sync song, Gone? Oh, yeah,
0: Gone. The remains your Gone. Yeah. I, you
1: know <laughs> what I mean? I, that's the best I got. Me, <laughs> got you, got you. but uh, you, you're we you, are you the lead singer? What's your um role in Top 40? Oh,
0: uh, yeah, I, I'm the lead singer
1: so you were telling me that before when you got found you were in construction
0: yep yep construction workers still construction worker,
1: so how the like how does someone find you be like yo this man can sing give him a chance <laughs> were uh, you just singing on, on scene
0: uh yeah pretty much uh there was a couple guys that were talking about their band at the um at the job site and my foreman was like hey these guys said they got a band and they keep saying that they're really good at singing Nobody's really heard you. Why don't you go sing for him? I went and I sang, I think I sang R. Kelly bumping Grind. <laughs> and the guy looked at me like, what are you doing?
1: Because like, it was you, country.
0: Yeah, 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 you know? And, and, man, you uh, can
1: about to cut twang on R. Kelly. <laughs> right,
0: right, right, right. And then he was like, you know, what are you doing here? I was like, man, I'm, I'm just trying to get by like everybody else you know, until something pops. And then, you know, I, I did that. I, I sang, he, he asked me to um, sing with him, like not with, his band like a part of his band but they gave me like a you know 20 minutes um, in the middle of each show just go out and sing one day I was singing and uh, one of my, my best friend pretty much uh, Connor was there to perform after us and when we did that that's when he was like hey like and I hadn't seen him like for years, because I met him back in a Champagne at an open mic. Kind
1: of the one I met on fourth. Yeah, cool yeah, cat, yeah, cool yeah, cat. Yeah, yeah, dude,
0: he's super cool. Easily one of my best friends, if not my best friend. Like, hey. But uh, he asked me. He was like, "Hey man, are you with them?" Or no. And I was like, "Nah." He was like, well, come sing in my band." And history was made. I guess.
1: So top four D has it always been like top forty party music or?
0: Yep. That's what we try to focus on. You know that's I I feel like that's our like niche, I guess you can say. You know we like to get the party started.
1: I mean, you had all the people at Martini's having a good ass time, man. Yeah, yeah we tried. I seen it. Tried. What uh, what was it? Uh that green no, not green that. It was some 41. I remember I was taking down banners at the end of the night and I'm like, "Yo, what the hell?" like
0: Oh, uh, you're talking about um is there no more than you bargained for? Yeah,
1: ah. <laughs> dude, yeah, yeah, I, like yeah. that People brought back that my song. high school because it just, it's just—it's so iconic. Yeah, I don't care is, where you come from—you've heard that. Yeah, yeah
0: that—that's—that's that's exactly how it is.
1: So, how does it feel? Like I remember you told me you wanted to sing <laughs> R&B, like that was your thing. Yeah, How's yeah. it feel currently doing top forty alt stuff right now?
0: To be honest with you, at first I was like. I was excited to do it, and then I was kind of down because I was like, "Man, like I'm not singing what I feel like I'm best at with R&B." But then we added some. But then, honestly, the way I look at it is, if I can sing, you know, pop punk, country, rock. And then people don't even know that I sing R&B and then I hit them with R&B. I, that just shows, you know, the level of talent.
1: Hell yeah, you know? man. I mean, it shows your range. Yeah, yeah. So what What has been like your favorite song to perform with Top 4D so far?
0: Mm, let's see, my favorite song has got to be This Is How We Do It.
1: This is how yeah. we do it. <laughs> I think I heard y'all do that. I got out there in time. Y'all had a real like at the end of the night when I was able to get out there and see you guys and mm-hmm. take care of everything. I'm like, yeah, they got a nice little set. Like I will say this, you, like y'all had y'all had everybody out there vibing, having a good time, yeah, drinks was yeah. flying. That's always a great thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's
1: <laughs> always a good thing. <laughs> so you're originally from Florida. Yep,
0: Daytona Beach.
1: So how how'd you get the Peoria? Man,
0: um, my wife. My wife she,
1: she peoria
0: yeah well she she lives out in washington or we live out in washington she was from washington she moved down there and was moving back and you know we stayed in contact and then she was like hey like are we gonna you know be together or how do you want to do this and i was like you know what i'm kind of getting tired of daytona I'll, I'll go and figure out
1: something, <laughs> something new. And
0: i did that and yeah, i'm here now dang
1: it's gotta be a big change because i'm from chicago and the cold. The cold's right. big. For me it's a culture shock.
0: Yeah, that too.
1: Cause I I'll tell you, I'm not used to being the only minority in a lot of rooms.
0: Right. Right. I wasn't either until I moved up here.
1: That take me through that. Like how was that uh how was that change completely for you?
0: Uh I mean it's how would I say this? I never had to have a problem with it. I've never really had any problems. I get along with everybody. Like, everybody's always like, hey, your talent is singing. I'm like, no, nah, my talent ain't singing. My, my talent is being likable. Like, I get along with everybody. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's one person that you can ask that's met me. It's like, I don't like Marquise. It's just how I am.
1: And where does that stem from?
0: Um, to be honest with you, I, I don't know. I've just always been like a. a a fun, you know, happy person. Like, I don't, I'm normally never upset, you know what I mean? And even if something does make me upset, I try to find a way to joke about it, because, I mean, who likes being down?
1: I mean, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm same with you. Like, I feel like comedy and just lightheartedness, exactly. Exactly. spreading that joy, around. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I will say I've seen my fair share of traumas, lost my people, been through some horrible shit, but I've yeah. still maintained this of like the lightheartedness. Yeah, yeah. Is that similar to your journey?
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, not to get like too personal, but like
1: get personal is a podcast. <laughs> I got you.
0: So like, I mean, my my uh, my mother was you know murdered when I was what two years old. My brother was two months. Oh. Uh, you know, dad wasn't really around my grandma took us in, that's why I'm actually in Florida, because I was in Texas, uh, or that's why I moved, or was from Florida, because I, I was in Texas. But uh, but yeah, like, I just, I don't know, at a young age, I just, I guess I just thought, like, man, if, if I can find a way to joke about things, mm-hmm. then it'll help me, and then I guess I noticed that it helps other people, too. You know, it's like a icebreaker, you know?
1: So. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like the jolly, fun dude that's in the crowd that can lift other people's spirits?
0: Exactly. Exactly. And, and I, I mean, I don't, like I said, like, nobody likes to be upset or sad. I just, I don't know, I always like to have a good time. I like to have fun. That, that's...
1: Because I know for me, I went through my therapy where, you know, I've, I've gone to therapists, talked about it. Yeah. It was me having a Band-Aid to get past the people I lost or the horrible shit I've seen.
0: Yeah. Kind of the
1: trick myself into, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it, and it's, it's a good thing that you're going to therapy, too, because, like, I, I never, as a minority and, and where I'm from, you don't go to
1: therapy. You no. Know, you just kind of get over it. You drink it, smoke it out, go hang it out, bang it out.
0: Yeah, you know, and within the last, like, three, four years, I've started going to therapy. And it's funny you say that because that's one of the things that my therapist has said. Like, maybe that was a way to, you know, make you feel better or, or kind of, like you said, put a Band-Aid on things. And, you know, it, it, it works for me. You know, I, I, I try to, I don't know, I'm, I just like having fun. I like seeing people smile. That's why I'm always smiling. Yeah. I love the
1: fact people like anytime they talk about me or reference me they're like oh no he's always got a laugh going <laughs> right, like, right? yeah man life's, to be, life's you know. too short Yeah, i have yeah, the you know we yeah. both experienced that in different yeah. ways um, it's just always interesting do you feel tired sometimes or exhausted being that source of energy or that source of laughter entertainment not
0: to be honest with you not not really like it it does like there are times don't get me wrong there are times that like i am down but like i guess you can say i try not to show it you know what i mean like I, I try not to show my hand or my cards i just you know like if if i'm ticked about something at home it's like when i'm with people it's like hey i'm here now you know i try to oh you I try to leave metal
1: carpetal- my- or what's the word that's a big um, word there we go yeah, yeah, yeah. i heard it in therapy i still don't know what i'm saying <laughs> Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah,
0: but yeah, I, I don't know. It's just I I I try not to, cause cause let's be real. With all the stuff that's going on in the world, it's everybody's upset. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I just I kind of like you know, what? hey, if I if I bring if if I bring what I have at work right home, that's just gonna make home as bad as work. If I bring what I have, like, let's just say, you know, I'm having a bad week or something at, at work, and then I gotta go out to a show. You know, when I go out to the show, those people don't care about my problems. You know, no. that, not saying that they don't care, but you know, but they like, don't hey. care. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm here to have a good time. So it's like, hey, man, you got, I put on a put on a smile. Not really a front. I guess you can. Uh, I guess you can kind of say it's a front, but it's it's not because like. That's naturally me. Like, I just always got a smile on my face. And... But
1: life has an entertainer, right? No matter what you're going through, the people that are paying to see you or coming out to see you or are there to see you, they're there to for you to help them dissociate from their own shit going on in their own life. Yo, yeah, so yeah. if you're out there be like, man, I hate everybody, you're like, me too, man, what the hell? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But no, it's it's, it's one of those one of the things, too, that, like, the crowd does it for me as well you know what i mean? Oh, you get like, that
1: instant gratification. Yeah,
0: yeah, cuz it's like, you know, when you're when you are when you're a performer, no matter what you do, you you want to know that you're doing good, right? If I'm singing to a crowd that's just staring at me.
1: That's worse. And not
0: saying anything. I'm going to think in my mind like, okay, am i doing good? Like, do i got something in my teeth? <laughs> you know what <laughs> i mean? Like like what what's going on? But, you know, it, it helps when i sing to see people like having a good time no matter what's going on Mm -hmm. I will immediately just drop it and be like you know what I'm focusing right here I'm gonna make y'all have a good time and y'all gonna help me have a good time
1: can you recall ever a moment or performance where like you put everything into it and the crowd just did not receive it at all
0: oh man I know it's happened before
1: 'Cause it's happened to me a few times where I go on stage, crack jokes and crickets. Yeah, I'm like, man, yeah. fuck y'all. Yeah, right,
0: right, 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 right. I mean it's 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 happened before. Do I can I think of an a for sure instance? No, but man, it, it happens a lot. Like, you know, if we're at a bar and there's not a lot of people in there, then you know, you're just singing.
1: To three locals. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And they're
0: not here to even see you. They're yeah. here because they're a local at that bar, and they're trying to get wasted. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it. You you get, you have that. You have your ups and downs, but I don't know. I, I just like I said, I, I try to look at everything in a, in a positive light. I'm trying to I don't know. Try, try to try to get people to have a good time. Who don't wanna have a good time. There's some. You know
1: what I mean? There's some. Uh, uh, there there there's some grumbling Judies. <laughs> Not some <of> the, uh, <laughs> sometimes they buy and take it taking the hate, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Now on the inverse, can you remember one of your best performances?
0: Ooh. Probably one of my best performances was about a week or two ago. Hmm. We were at Little Swan Lake, um, out in Avon, Illinois. You know, we, we do it every every year, but something about that that July Fourth, or not on the fourth, but the day before the fourth, just I don't know. We we just we meshed.
1: It just so, clicked beautifully. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it was just like, man, like we were just having a good old time. <laughs> you know? Do you
1: chase that high?
0: Oh, who doesn't?
1: Because, like, take me through that. How does it feel? Because I'm, I'm not a singer. I'm I'm a comic. I get on stage. I crack jokes. Right, right. So my instant gratification or my... It's like whenever I have a bit that just lands at every point that I want and the crowd right, right. is with everything, I just feel this endorphin. I'm like, yeah, yeah let's man. go
0: again. It's, it's, it's like your whole body, like, this is going to sound weird. It's like if you had, like, a a peppermint inside your whole body it just like
1: you know what i mean you get the antsy vibe yeah
0: yeah just it, it it makes you feel good like i i love seeing people like i love seeing people happy and then you know when i'm singing songs like like it, it really it really showed me a lot when i joined Top 40 because you know i did I, I don't really sing any or i didn't really sing anything other than R&B so to to have me singing like let's just say like a country song you know what I mean? And people being like, "Man, like you sound amazing!" Like we um we did a a thing uh, at the Civic Center. I want to say it was like a, oh, sure. a pre-show for uh, Luke Bryan, and I sang. It was my first time ever singing it in front of anybody. I sang a Johnny Cash song. Oh, which one? Oh my God! Rain of Folsom, Fire, Folsom, Folsom um Folsom Blues, Folsom Prison Blues, Blues, and
1: oh.
0: uh, I sang it and like. After the show, this lady came up to me, and you know, I, I'm just going by what she said. I don't know if she was serious or not. She was like, Hey, just to let you know, like, I'm not too far off related from Johnny Cash. She was like, And you singing that song, like, gave me chills. Like, it, you did amazing. And I was like, that, that just made me feel like I was on top of the world. I was like, huh. I don't even really, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even. The offhand really, compliment. Yeah, you know what I mean? It just. It just made me feel good, and I don't know.
1: Were you a little insecure before heading on that stage with that song?
0: To be honest with you, no. Because I I know the songs, and like I like, I know I can hit them. But like, again, being a minority s- singing, you know, country
1: music, and and
0: and not just any country song. You know, what I mean, it's Johnny Cash. It's like, man, like I hope they receive it how I want them to receive it, and then to see see that they did receive that, man, it was it was a high that you you, you can only pray for. It. <laughs> it's know? like as
1: entertainers, we chase that uh, that instant, immediate, like you did something good.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Have you begun working on any like side projects, albums, where you're like you're waiting for that to come out, and you're like, all right? Yeah, I, I
0: have. You got a little something. Yeah, yeah. I
1: can you tell me a little bit. bit about it?
0: Yeah, I mean, I can tell you a little bit. Like, like I said, I'm I'm an R&B guy, so like I, I love singing things that are like about love, about you know what I mean, past loves, things like that. Mm. I, I I got a little a little EP that I'm working on. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, I, Hopefully it sees the light of day. You know, it has to has to make sense.
1: How far into uh, into it are you?
0: Uh, so it, it, it's actually, it, it, what was it? I was trying to do a seven-song EP, but I got about six songs done. And I got one more song that I'm working on. Currently
1: all, now. all originals. Yep,
0: all originals. Mean, that, that, that's how I started, because I was a songwriter before I even moved up here.
1: Oh, so you've had a pen to the pad for years, huh? Yeah, yeah. So when did you start writing?
0: Uh, man, I started writing in like high school. Like actually no, middle school. When I turned 13, me and two other of my buddies were, they were, I was a singer. They were more like rappers and could hold a tune. But we started a, a group called A13 at 13. We, we couldn't figure out another. I like you know, it. Figure
1: out another it's like you're going to the vending machine A13. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like so. it. The imagery is there, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. I can see some promotional flyers for y'all. Right,
0: right, right. So, yeah, we did that. And, you know, it, it, obviously it never saw the light of day. You know, it was just something. But, but it, was, it was a way for me to write down my feelings. You know what I mean? And... Sing them, you know so I, I did that I, I think I sang a song about a girl I thought she was' gonna like it she she looked at me like I was crazy but that's another that's another story <laughs> uh but um after that, I went on to high school um I had a, a friend of mine he's actually he's doing pretty good um uh Crown is his name he's a rapper from Daytona beach and uh you know, he was he was my best friend at that point in my life, and we were always writing songs, always being like, "Hey man, like this is what we need to do to make it." We're gonna, we we had everything, you know, planned out. You know, we went off to college and kind of veered. You, you know, y'all had your own lives. Way. Yeah, I, you know, and he's doing good. Uh, then uh, I want to say my second year in college, because I when I went to college, I had a full scholarship for music. So oh, I was in the um, choir, did that um what was it? My second year, that's when I started really trying to lean into songwriting because I I figured out like man, going to college for music is great, but that's all classical music. And I have a lot of respect for, for classical, you know, musicians, but that's just not me, never was. Um so there was a guy that I knew, a friend of a friend, that was like, "Hey, man, um, why don't you come to my studio?" So I started recording little songs here and there. And then uh, there was a, a big time studio in Orlando, Florida, um, Plush Studios, where <laughs> I literally called Plush Studios and you know made up this this story that I you know I, I wanted to come in and you know tour the studio and whatnot. I was a big-time artist overseas, you know, just making stuff up, just trying to get my foot in the door. I got my foot in the door, and at that time, I had a, a song that I recorded, and the engineer, I mean, he looked at me and was like, you're not. <laughs> you're not what you said you are, but, you know, we're here now. You know? And I, he asked me, he was like, you got any music that you can play for me? And I pulled out, back then it was on the CD, pulled out the CD, gave him the CD, um, and he heard it, and he was just like, yo. He was like, you wrote this? And I was like, yeah, he was like, and you're singing on it too, and I was like, yeah, he was like all the harmonies, all everything and I was like, yeah, from from top to bottom, other than the producing of the music, like I, I did and he was like, give me a second and he called uh, Aton Ben Horn he's actually, he's uh, Aton Ben Horn was the owner of the studio at that time but now he is don't let me get this wrong. Oh my gosh. Warner, Warner Brothers, or Warner Music, the big label, he's like, he's he's some bigwig. Oh, he's the dude over yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, he, he's the guy over there now, um, right under Mike Karen. Oh, he's like, huge. Yeah. And he he came in and he was like, oh, man, you're really good. Like, How'd that like, feel? Oh, dude, it, 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 it. Like, I felt like. Can you thing. still, like,
1: see yourself in that moment? Like, ah, it,
0: dude, I. Like it was yesterday. I was I was in there, and he was talking to me. And he was like, "Yeah, you know. So, what are you trying to do?" Da, da? And I was like, "I, you know, I, I want to be an artist, but you know, I know that to be an artist, you got to have everything lined up and the stars aligned." I was like, "I feel like it'd be easier for me to, you know, put get my foot in the door with songwriting." He was like, "Oh, I got a production company." He was like, "Why well, don't you want to be a writer for it?" And I was like, "Of course, dude." I left that studio, and I was just and I was like, dog, I'm about to make it you know, like it was it was it was crazy and at that point he wasn't, you know, warning music A time. He was he was still a big deal, don't get me wrong.
1: But he wasn't like who he is now. Yeah, yeah. And like he didn't have pool, but he had pool.
0: Exactly. Like in the Orlando music scene. Yeah. He had one of the top studios. He had the second Second top studio.
1: So he could put you on in the city, but it, not exactly, in the country. Exactly.
0: You know? So, you know, I, I wrote songs with, with his production company. Um, I met a lot of people in the studio. Uh, it was, yeah, it was crazy. I, I, I wrote, I, I helped write a, a, a few songs that, like, I can feel like I'm, I was a ghostwriter.
1: Can you say which ones, or are you contractually? Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but knowing yeah, you, I could probably guess a couple from Florida. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just um, blink once if I hit. But like uh, in that moment, right? You're going into this. You fake this, and you make it at that point. Yep. To a level because you know the talents there. Mm-hmm. You could back it up with the CD, everything. But in that moment, you got that heart flutter, right? And right. this dude pretty much validates.
0: Everything that I've always The thought. fears
1: that you may have <laughs> kind of had conceptually, mm-hmm. but now the confidence you back is like, No, I am good, yeah. So exactly. you leave it. What happens after this?
0: Um, so I did that, uh, I did that for a while, and then there was a um song that I wrote that with the producer that I wrote it with, we tried to pr- uh to pitch it to Rick Ross according. To um, the A and R, he really liked the song, but he never cut it.
1: Damn. So, so that he, happens a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so, I was new at that point, so I was like, I'm just thinking, oh man, Ross likes my song. You know, it never cut it. But then, um, another guy did, and I didn't know who this guy was. And one day, I was, I think, I, I think at that point, I was in Jacksonville um, with one of my <laughs> one of my ex girlfriends, and I got a random phone call. And it was like, hey, is this Marquise? And I was like, uh, yeah, who is this? And he was like, oh, hey, what's up? My name is Benzino. I um, wanted to tell you I heard your song, and I really like it. Benzino, Benzino? Yeah, like Source Magazine, Benzino. Uh, love That's why I was
1: life. like, Benzino? Yeah. Like, you can't just, like, oh, man, Benzino. no, no, no. you try to float over there like, nah, oh, no, no, nah, the up? That's a big name in media. Yeah, yeah, I know. But,
0: you know, it's just at, at that time, I, I hate to say this, but not growing up, in secular music, I really didn't know who he was. But
1: that benefits you also.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you don't
1: have the steel nerves of somebody that, like, knows these names and knows the hierarchy and all this. Yeah, you yeah, coming yeah. in just, yo, I'm dope, what's up?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he asked me, I, and the whole time I'm thinking, like, man, this is probably going to be a waste of time. And then it all changed when he was like, hey, so what are you trying to do? And I was like, I mean, I'm trying to be a songwriter, you know, and an artist, but know, gave him the same, same thing. Like, I'm trying to get my foot in the door with songwriting. He was like, so what are you doing tonight? And I'm thinking he's in, like, Orlando or something. It's only, like, you know, two hours away from Jacksonville, two and a half. And I was like, uh, I don't know, tonight I ain't really got nothing going on. What's up? He was like, uh, you want to come down to Miami? And I'm like, Miami is, like, six hours away from Jacksonville. I don't know if I'm, I'm thinking in my head, like, maybe I'm not. I was like, yeah, but I live like right now I'm in Jacksonville. He was like, That's cool, I'll get you a plane ticket. And he flew me out that night. Within two hours I was on the plane.
1: <laughs> Yo Yeah,
0: and it was it was pretty crazy. I I got to go down to a studio down in um I wanna say it was Aventura. Yeah, Aventura, like in the middle of uh Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Uh got to meet Stevie J didn't know who Stevie J was.
1: You shaking hands, Stevie J. Now I know who Stevie oh, J is.
0: Dude, let me tell you something. Stevie J and Benzino, they were on Love and Hip Hop. I was yeah. through that.
1: Are you serious?
0: You know, I, I'm dead serious.
1: Like like behind the scenes, that entire era?
0: Yep. Oh, well, almost the entire era, because I ended up leaving. Yeah. There were some things that were going on that I just didn't see as like something that I wanted to continue with. You know, and and actually, my um, my grandma got really sick at that time, so I had I had to leave, and I, that was that was a big thing. I was like, well, my grandma needs me. And then on top of that, like,
1: you don't yeah, agree with things going on, yeah,
0: you know what I mean. So it's you know it was, it, it was a good time. I wouldn't trade that experience for for anything. Was,
1: but you left on good terms. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, I looked, I looked on great terms. You know, it was just one of those things that just it sucked. You know, it really did because I was like I wanted to stay, but then it was like okay like where do i see myself going with this you know at the end of the day then on top of that with my grandma being sick it was like my grandma sacrificed everything to take care of me and my brother so i got to you know make a sacrifice for her as well yeah. so i you know that that was fun though being in atlanta at that time yeah it
1: was, I mean, it was during crazy. that love and hip hop era, yeah. that's when things were magnified to an entire new degree with yeah. the media. <laughs> so you, behind the scenes, seen everything going on. Yeah, Do you have Jocelyn any? Hernandez, you you team just team saw team what team happened team. to Jocelyn Hernandez. Yeah, I that. I'm not gonna yeah. talk about that either because yeah. we, y'all just yeah. that. It's, it's
0: crazy, man. But like the, the one thing I will say is Jocelyn has always been that type of person. Jocelyn? From the moment I met her, I was in the studio. Um, oh my gosh, I can't think of her name, but she was... There was a, um, a R&B um, singer who was in... Was it, was it I it 102? I can't think of her name, but we were in the studio writing songs for her. I was writing two songs for her and in walked Jocelyn, because Stevie was there. And Stevie was engineering the whole project or producing the whole project, and you know, we get there, and she's just loud. And I'm like, Who is this girl? Super nice, though, you know, like, but she's
1: loud, yeah, yeah, Jocelyn. yeah, she's abrasive
0: almost, you know what I mean? That's just she's on defense 24
1: 7. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) like,
0: but but the whole, like, it's funny because you know, my, my friends ask, like, Man, the whole Puerto Rican princess and that. Has that all... I was like, dude, that's all it Because there was fullest. no
1: cameras around at that time. Yeah, yeah.
0: I was like, to the fullest. Yeah, she wasn't... At that point, we weren't even on the show. Yeah. We were just, you know, in Atlanta making music and, you know...
1: Miami to Atlanta to Elgin... Or not to Elgin, to Peoria. Yep, to Peoria. like
0: Peoria. How...
1: how... The little kid in you had been losing their shit while you're sitting there in these studio sessions oh, yeah. with different people that you may have not known who they are, but you got to know who they were.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the one that really, like, blew, the, the first one that, like, blew my mind is when we were in the studio. Um, actually, so I was at the studio and Mace walked in. And I was like. At that point, you knew Mace. Was, like, I'm looking, I'm like mace you know what i mean like that's at that point in in when i grew up and i could listen to secular music knowing who mace was i was like that's the first cool rapper <laughs> you know what oh. i mean like like think about it you know like he's he's the first cool rapper and i was like man like and he was like yo like it was cool voice he's like so what you do <laughs> and i was like oh, I'm, I'm a songwriter and vocal producer." He was like, "Let's see what you can do on my artist." And, you know, I helped her out, and he was like, yeah, you, "You nice with it," you know. But yeah,
1: you, know, you got <laughs> you got the low key co song from Mace. Yeah, yeah,
0: man. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool.
1: I, I like was, how I you nonchalant about this, but I know inside you geeking. Oh
0: yeah, dude. I, I mean, but it, it was one of those things that like I didn't want to seem too excited or too thirsty if that makes sense because like
1: uber eager i guess in a way
0: yeah yeah because it's one of those things where it's like if you do that then i always thought like man if i act too excited then they're gonna be like oh you're a fan you're not really here to work you know what i mean so it's just i always try to keep it
1: balance it out yeah
0: you know what i mean the one the one person though that i did meet and i like i was just like yo man i this is
1: chicago bulls right Mm -hmm. i met dennis robin you met robin (laughs) what year did you meet robin Robin. i met dennis (laughs) because this plays a big vital role of the image you got of vibe is this pre-carmen electra
0: so so this is past post-carmen this is 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 like 2000 what nine 2010
1: is that right that's right after he was on the reality tv show what was that he was in a house with a bunch of fools. Oh,
0: oh, oh I know you,
1: I you, think that was in 08.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, Celebrity it, it House, something that. like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it was me and um me, Stevie J and Benzino, we had we were um performing for our first time ever all of the songs that, you know, we wrote and did, um, at Lil' Kim's birthday party in Miami. And, you know, it, i was already like Lil' Kim's there. Yeah. Know, like, this this is crazy you know, Kim, Lil' Kim was, like, the
1: so sex icon of oh, hip-hop was, back man. in the day. She was, man. She like, was, it's not she, even a what, question.
0: Even now oh, or, she
1: was or or even her, more yeah, back Yeah, you know,
0: like, a Megan Thee Stallion, she was the the...
1: The, was she the exception of it first. all? I'm trying to think if there's anybody before her.
0: She was a prototype. Was
1: Foxy Brown? Nah, Foxy Brown was, really wasn't in that category, was she? Yeah, she
0: was. Wasn't she wasn't? Was but like I think Kim took it to
1: she, Yeah, because I remember the album cover where she got the legs spread up and Yeah, yeah, what yeah. dude didn't have that exactly. like hanging up in the bedroom? You know what <laughs> I right? <didn't>, mean? <laughs> <allow> yeah. It. <laughs> I had it behind another car, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like Queen. (laughs) Yeah, I I was standing there. We were standing, it was me and Steve, we were outside of the club, and we were standing there, and Steve was talking to some girls, and I was always, they called me the young boy. They call me young boy. Young boy sang something for him, and I sang something. And, oh my gosh, no. but they don't want to talk to me. They just want to talk to
1: Stevie. You were the <laughs> uh, the quick buddy, you know what yeah, I mean? exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: And uh, then all of a sudden, I'm standing there, and I hear somebody say, "Hey man, you look kind of cool. Can I stand by you?" And I look to my side, and I look up, and it's Dennis Rodman. Get the hell out here, big of old in. freaking lip ring in the middle <laughs> of And I'm like yo, this is Dennis. Or I, that was the one person that I lost it and I was like I mean I didn't lose it, but like I I, I didn't act cool. I was just like, like man, can I get a can I get a picture with you? That's I mean. the only time you asked for the <laughs> yeah, man yeah, you like, like, have to. Yeah dude that's, that's the, the bad David boy yeah, of you NBA. Know yeah. I mean? Like I was I was a huge being from Daytona Beach, I was still a huge Jordan fan. Yeah. The whole Jordan era, I like basketball, like I even I got a full scholarship for music. But I even played basketball in college, you know what I mean? So, like, basketball was, Damn. like, technically my first love, you know? So, seeing him, I was like, yo, I got to get a freaking.
1: Both your worlds colliding in that moment, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, was, yo, because Dennis Rodman at that time in 08, 2010, right? His popularity off-court has skyrocketed to a different oh, level. Yeah,
0: dude. Kim Jong Un is like one of the <laughs> best friends. Yeah, that like, is I never thought of that. You know what I mean? Like that, uh, that's crazy
1: to me. But. I remember seeing those news junkies. This man over just chilling in North Korea. I'm like, yo, yeah. what is Raman this doing side quest now? Yeah, dude.
0: <laughs> like in gracious, I saw it a few years ago. Maybe like two years ago. I seen his uh, interview on the, the Breakfast Club, and he was in there talking about how like what, what is it, Madonna? was asking him to have like hey can i have your kids or whatever he said no and i was like how do you say no to madonna (laughs) you know what i mean robin's easy yeah yeah yeah
1: you gotta be like once you had carmen electra
0: (laughs) yeah you know like
1: man yo so in this era of your life, right before everything had to come to the end that it did, yeah, yeah, where was your mind mentally, like just experiences? Because you know you're the young boy, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're experiencing all this, you know. I guess it would be fame in a way, mm-hmm. but also just. You're among other people that are talented, skilled, that had the validation of the people, the community. Uh, right. Of fa- they have fans, right? Right. Like right. you're talking about an NBA champion. Right. You're talking about Mace, who is extremely iconic in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Little Kim, yep. Rick Ross. Yeah, like dude, these I, are names.
0: Yeah. Like I, 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 mean,
1: I party with Diddy. <laughs> I party with Diddy. This is before him or Mace had that fallout. Oh, th-
0: this was this was after.
1: This uh, this is when Mace is came like, back, right? This,
0: No, I, I don't even think Mace was, was back making... Actually, this he came, Because he came back, and I think he did something with G-Unit.
1: That's right. Something after like he that. did that, I'm back song. Yeah, he, welcome. I'm back. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that one. He <laughs> was like, where you been? I've been out, man. Right, I remember Mace, right. yeah. Damn.
0: Yeah, it's, it, dude, the, the stories that I could tell, man, it's, it's wild to be like. I made it, that far, and then, I mean, not that I'm I'm upset with how my life went, but like now I'm in you know Peoria working at a construction company and singing in a band.
1: I mean, at some level, as an individual, right? Just to see the journey, right? Everything's peaks and valleys in this world. Right. There's no consistent peak because, where's the fun of that? Yeah, you yeah. can't reminisce and joke and have fun. but like, yo, I was saying like some fucking Rodman, right, right. <laughs> and now you're hanging out in Washington, Illinois. Oh, like, right, right. There's serendipity in that story. Mm-hmm. There's some irony in there at at the same point. But is that also a challenge for you? Like, some days where you're like, man, I was here, and now, no disrespect to our area or anything, but yeah, yeah, yeah. when you go from dabbing up Dennis Rodman to Hey man. Yeah, what's a blue yeah. collar lunch today?
0: Right, right. I mean, it it sometimes I sit back and I think like, man, what could have been. But then also I think what can still be. You know what I mean? I'm I'm still young. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's one of those things that I don't think that there's anything in this world that I can't do if I really put my mind to it. And it's also like a uh, I'm, I'm a real big uh, listener of motivational speakers. And the one thing that f- almost every big name motivational speaker says that, like, hey, the hardest thing, the hardest million to make is that first million. Mm, you listen to Tony Robbins. Fi- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once you figure out how to make that first million, you can make it again.
1: But, yeah, man, I mean, I put, put it in complete retrospect. I mean, you stumbled upon that. Oh, yeah. Imagine yeah. what a fully, completely dedicated, passionate person who has so many years of refining yeah. their art and craft. Like, I've mm-hmm. seen, like, no smoke up, you man. Like, I've right. seen you perform, right? And if you can do that to a Peoria crowd,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if it plays here. It's a big everywhere. saying, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
0: I I love that, that. That that was one of the, actually, starting to here you, that was one of the main reasons why I moved here, because I was like, man, their slogan is, if it plays in Peoria, it plays anywhere, you know? This was before I even stepped foot here. I just Googled Peoria, Illinois, and I saw that, and I was like, I got a chance. Like I that. still got a chance, you know what I mean? Um if it, if it don't happen, will I be upset? No, because it's life, you know what I mean? Like, will I, do I want it to happen? 1,000%, you know, that's the reason I sing, that's the reason I write songs, that's the reason I got a studio, you know what I mean? It's, it's that, that's ultimately what I want to do, but you know, I, I, I believe in a higher power and I believe that everything happens for a reason.
1: Yeah, I mean your journey is what it is, mm-hmm. and what it's not is not. <laughs> you yeah, know, at the exactly. end of the day, you exactly. can't scribe, sp- you can't cry over spilled milk. You just have to acknowledge the milk is spilled,
0: exactly,
1: and go buy a new one.
0: Yep.
1: Sometimes <laughs> it might not be that easy, but you know <laughs> right. what I mean. That's the beauty in the journey. The journey is failing and succeeding and repeating. Right. You know when you think about it. So, from all that, your story, right? How do you view the next chapter in your life coming about? Like, right now you're in the grind era, right? Right. So, what's next for Marquise? Well,
0: I got plans, but we can only see.
1: <laughs> so, you you <laughs> one that don't like to step on a crack to break the mama's back, as you say. I got you. Exactly. So, you got some things you're working on? Yeah, man.
0: I, I, I do. It'll come out soon. I know it will. It's just, you know how it is. Everything has to align. You know, it's 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 way bigger than just being. That was the one big lesson that I learned throughout this. It's not all about just
1: talent.
0: like talent is great. If you got talent, great. But what else can you do? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, do you have a team of people around you? that are there for you, that will help you, that will, you know, not nitpick and be like, oh, I'm jealous or, you know what I mean? Like it's because things like that have happened in in my life. You know what I mean? It happened to me too. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's so much more than just talent, you know, talents, not even 50% of it.
1: It really isn't, man. (laughs) Like before I got here, born and raised Chicago and I had this Chicago radio for 10 plus years. Yeah lost the gig couldn't find i couldn't eat i could not buy radio time really? not at all and i i'm a strong believer that i'm exceptionally well in my craft because i right. put a lot of time and dedication to it mm-hmm. right PR is the only one that answered hey so i come out do the gig work my ass off now i'm in charge of the station like it just it, it happens that way yeah like, sometimes you could want things to go a certain way and fight that current as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But then here comes a big tidal wave. to remind you, you ain't in charge. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it humbles you in a way. Yes,
0: it does. <laughs> yes, it does.
1: And you got the biggest smile because I feel like you've been humbled like I've been humbled. Oh,
0: dude. Yeah. I mean, after after doing all that, I felt like, man, like I can I can do whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I can walk into any studio and people are going to be like, oh, you did this, No.
1: Nah, was that like a sad slap in the face for you? Oh, dude, it was. How, how did you manage that mentally?
0: Dude, I, honestly, I just... I learned from it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I took it in. You know, like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like... You can feel a certain way. And you can think, like, oh, man, like, um... I'm the gift, you know. But then when you real, when somebody lets you know, hey, you're you're not the gift that I want. You know, you are a gift, but you're not the gift that I want. That, you're not the gift that I'm looking for.
1: That is the biggest, saddest reality. Yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. And it it just, I I take the experiences and I learn from them. Mm. You know
1: what
0: I mean? Like that's. That's something that my grandma always taught me was, like, hey, like, never stop learning.
1: You never know, stop you, learning. You got
0: to, you, gotta, you <laughs> can, she, her her famous words to me was, boy, I'm over 60-something years old, and I'm still learning. You mean to tell me you can't learn something new? And I'm like, now nah, I, I used to look at her and be like, okay, grandma, you, know, you just, whatever, you're an old lady. And now I look at her, I'm like, man, that that lady was... Wise beyond her years, <laughs> you know, and that's how I look at it now. Like it's it's one of those things. I, I remember one one thing that I did. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Po' Boy Music Group, but yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, like Brianna Perry, Rick Ross, technically. Uh, who else? writer. You know, all of those people. I I did a songwriting camp. And it was me and uh, three other of, of, of um, songwriters and musicians that I knew. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, I, you know, we're going to make it from this. You know, I, this is just me. Uh, me just coming back from, from Atlanta, being with Stevie J and Benzino.
1: Dog, that's still wild to me. One of
0: those things that I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to go down here and wow these people. And i did great they called us back several times but nothing ever came up and it was like man you just got to keep grinding and keep going and that was one of the that that was one of the um the reasons i made the decision to like move up here kind of because i was like man nothing's going right for me you just know change the I mean? scenery yeah you know like I, that's I, what i did yeah something has to something has to change because all these people, they know me, and they know what I've done, and they know how how talented I am and the things that I can do, but they don't... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm too easily accessible. You know what I mean? They can always be like, hey, we need a song written. And I'll be like, hey, I'll be there tomorrow.
1: You know? Yo, that's wild. You and I have a very similar parallel path in different ways. Really? That's how I was in Chicago. Whenever they needed something, I would drop everything. Yeah, yeah. But I was... Mismanaged and not taken care of in a way, mm-hmm. and once I finally realized that I put my hard from nose in the ground, my mm-hmm. my boundaries, that's when I never got the calls. Yeah,
0: yeah, and, and it always happens like that, right?
1: And you feel I don't know how you felt, but I felt I internalized like, yo, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe I shouldn't put a boundary down. Uh, now I messed my opportunity up. Now I'm not gonna get another one, yeah. and I start spiraling. Mm-hmm. And then my I art would do
0: the same thing.
1: Then my art takes such a huge hit because I lose the confidence in my mm-hmm. ability to perform and do things. And shit, man, yeah, like, man.
0: look at us So here connected. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we gotta grab a couple of drinks, man. Oh, I'll tell you, but it's like. Being an entertainer, I don't think people really understand the nuance of behind the scenes, oh, the yeah. emotional, the mm-hmm. mental aspects of. They
0: just see you on stage, and they just see you doing, making people laugh, or you know, entertaining making people have a have a good time. They don't see like the stress it brings.
1: Because like when I saw you on stage, I would have never assumed all this.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Your backstory, everything you've been through. No disrespect, I've been like, oh, here's a cat that moved to Peoria. He's yeah. got a good singing voice. He's trying to make it. Yeah. Not knowing yeah. that there's an entire journey, entire sh- chapters mm-hmm. in the past that you have to come to terms with.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Have you finally come to terms with everything in the past?
0: I have. It, it, it took a while. It was while. hard? Yeah. Oh, it was really hard. You know, like, it, 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 it's one of those things that, like, for me, I... I, d- I came from nothing, you know what I mean, like to get to where I was, I felt like, man, I deserve to be here you know mm. what I, mean? like, I, I deserve to yeah. be here then you got that little that that higher being that's like, oh, you think you deserve it? watch let me show you, you know, and I feel like i, I how did I say this? I don't want to say I felt i felt betrayed but it was kind of like man like I was here what else can
1: you know like not a stab in the back but it's uh yeah. you got slapped in the back of the head without knowing yeah,
0: yeah. you're like
1: hey yo I was paying attention like what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and it,
0: it was it was just you know it it, it happened but I was you know I, I got to the point where I was just like hey you know like it did happen
1: cuz when I lost everything in Chicago bro I swear I went through a horrible depression.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because I, I went through it too, dude. I, I, I went through it to where like, I didn't even want to do music. Yeah, know? I was just like, yeah, don't, don't show me anything. Don't ask me about a song. Don't, you know, whatever it is. And then it just, it got to the point where I was just, I, you know, I, I sat down and, um, talking, talking to my, my, uh, my grandma actually one of
1: the the last, like, great conversations that I had with her. Cause, I mean, she's still alive, but she, she has uh The way you ramped that of up, I swear to God, bro. Oh. <laughs> you, I was like, all right, I'm, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I, I I say that
0: because, like, she has dementia. My so, grands like, had that before yeah, she passed, yeah. So, yeah. Like, she don't really, you know, remember. All we'll have
1: day. a conversation, then my grands would forget that we just had the conversation yeah, and we'd yeah. have it again. Exactly. It's I, hard to see. Yeah. It's difficult. Um,
0: but one of the last conversations that I had with her, she was the one who actually got me out of that. She was like, man, you just don't sound happy when, when you call. And I was like, mm, you know, I'm happy. She was like, are you? Now? She mm. was like, like, "What? what's going on? And you know, can't nobody get something out of you like your grandma. And she got it out of me and I told her, I was like, man, I just feel like, you know, I'm, I'm a failure. You know what I mean? Like I had all these dreams, these plans. I wrote it out. You know what I mean? Like I, I put it down on paper, and it just didn't happen. And she was just like, "Yeah." She was like, "Don't forget that." She was like, "Because what you may think your timeline is, there is another timeline out there that somebody higher up, God, in my you know, in my sense, is is preparing you for." He was like, you, or she was like, you, "You're just not ready yet. You think you're ready?" And it looks like you're ready. She was like, but something in you is not ready yet. Once you are ready, then it will happen. Hmm. So I was like, all right. And that, with that, with my background in the church and everything, thinking about that, I was like, man, like that is a,
1: the best way to put it. And it took my grandma to tell me that. So. Do you, do you think Peoria is your chapter of getting ready for whatever big is happening?
0: i think it is honestly i feel the same yeah i, I, I think it is because i mean even even with all of the things that i just told you like i met this person i met that that person i i couldn't even get a gig <laughs> you know what i mean like here or back home you know what i mean like they just weren't ready for it and it, it was so frustrating it was yeah. like, man like like i've done all these th- and you know Nothing against the other people that were in those gigs, but I would look at them and be like, "I've done so much more. Like I've, I've, I've gotten there, but it's one of those things.
1: God it's, had to humble you.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and now I'm here. I've met Connor and you know Jeremy, Emily. You know, people, these are all people in my band, and it's like, man, like I, I think I found my home. You, it's a weird I mean? feel. Yeah, like it's like I found my home in a band that you know most of these songs I wouldn't even I wouldn't have sang, you know what I mean? Like, but I'm learning that you know, hey, it's it's one of those things where
1: it just takes some time. <laughs> exactly. But one of the songs, but the lyrics are very fitting for the story. No, it, it just it takes is. some time. It is because. When I met you, I mean, come across as a jolly, fun. I'm just any day above ground type of cat, right, right, right. Yeah. The same cat that I am. Yeah. So that's why I gravitate Like, oh man, you cool as hell. Like I talked to Connor, but Connor was busy. I didn't want to yeah, feng yeah. shui. He was, doing, he looked like he was doing stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. all right, Connor. But Connor came in, woo hoo! When I was right. on the mic, yeah, yeah, this yeah, thing. Yeah. I like, I appreciate you. Guy, yeah. yeah, but like, you got this energy to you, right? Mm-hmm. You could easily be the opposite of that. You could be bitter. You could Mm -hmm. come in and just high profile it, do your thing, not mix and mingle, not handshake. Uh, You didn't know. You didn't really know what I was doing at the station. I could have just been anybody.
0: I I, I, I remember. I think I I just look. I didn't even know who you were. Yeah. I just saw um, saw the KZ one one hundred two point three. I was like, hey man, me and my wife love that station. That's the only station that we listen to. And then. You start. I'm like,
1: what up, Doc? Like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I was like, oh, okay. Hey, you know? Yeah, what's up? Yeah. Like, yeah. But I could easily have the same. I could be a market three talent that comes down here and thinks that this is the motion. Right, right. Rather right. than a parallel move that has an ample amount of opportunities to grow into something huge. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'll be honest, coming in here, I thought this was going to be like a two year stop and then my talent would come up and <laughs> right, right, But a year and four months in, I'm like, oh shit, this is home. Yeah. Like, I like it. Yeah. Like, I'm starting to like the community. I'm starting yeah. to like the town yeah. as I meet more people, as I yeah, do man. more.
0: And, and it's crazy, like, so many people, like, I would say friends and family, they're always like, oh man, Peoria? Like, what's in Peoria? And I'm like, bro, you just gotta be here. You gotta experience it. It's a hard work it's, city. Yeah, you know, like, like my, um, one of my cousins, he's like, man, like, what is, what is there in Peoria? And I was like, bro, like, you got, you got one of the best cheesecakes I ever had in my <laughs> life in Peoria. You know what I mean? Like The food here is great. You, you know? know what I like, love
1: about this community is the people. That?
0: Yes. That's what I was going to say. The people here are great, too, man. Like
1: they, They're they very welcoming. Once they accept you, yes, then you're part of the community. Mm-hmm. But it's proving to them that I see a lot of people make social commentary about how talent comes in. Refines their craft and leaves. Hmm. That's why it's hard for them to kind of connect with somebody because they feel like they're only here for a cup of coffee. Hmm. But if you're able to prove to them like a real relationship, like, "No, baby, I'm I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all paying my way, feeding me good. I'm here. Like, (laughs) I don't want what she got. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I may look, but But it's it's interesting, man. It's interesting to see another individual because these episodes have primarily been. Native Peorans mm-hmm. that have been here. I've had a handful of people that have come from out of town and are here now. Mm-hmm. But I think this is the first time I see somebody parallel to my journey that we've been through similar things. Yeah, maybe to different degrees because I ain't shake up with Dennis Rodman like. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I may, I may have like given <laughs> head now to Kanye through the through the hall one sure, time. Right, but you know right. what I mean? Right. It's not Rick Ross. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <I> you. <laughs> nah, but you know what I mean? It's um. A story of dedication, humility, and bouncing back.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the how did I say? Not, it's underdog story, but it's like it's not underdog really. It's like you felt like you were there. You had to be humble, mm-hmm. like you talked about, and then it's like now your 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 road, your journey is is a hey. Now I think I know what I'm doing, and even if I don't know what I'm doing, I know what I'm doing because that's the secret. You don't know what you do. doing. Mm. We're all just trying to, how do I say it? We're all just trying to make it, you know, whether, whether whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, you you got a job as a, a tradesman. You're just trying to go to work, you know? You're trying to hang some pipe. You got a job as, I don't know, a Best my employee. You're just trying to, you know, help somebody get a A computer or help somebody get a TV or something we we often get I said this we often get caught up in our own lives and our own first-person
1: perspective
0: yeah. and we don't realize that every single individual is playing that same game and they're in that same first player role and they're just trying to be on their journey. And it's, it's one of those things that I think once people, tr- once people really understand that, I think things, will be, think things will go a lot smoother. People will, I don't want to say be happier, but, you know, like they'll, they'll have... Better,
1: acceptance.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, man, like, yes, my life is all about me, but that person's life is all about them as well. And we need to coexist
1: Build the community, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's I mean, accepting it's... that we all have our own crosses and burdens, trials, tribulations. Mm-hmm. We're all been through different different ringers. We've all been through things. Mm-hmm. But if we have a little bit more compassion understand that we all have a journey, we all have a story. And some of them stories are not the brightest. You're yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's not the hero's tale. Sometimes yeah. it's the fall.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? And I think a little bit more understanding what, what, and peace what, with I... that.
0: Was that song is the, <laughs> yes,
1: the climb. I see you, uh, just you know, hit that note effortlessly. You know what <laughs> what I, mean? I can't, it's the time. You know I mean? like, <laughs> <laughs> then like, get that cat off the mic, oh, tell more it, jokes. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before we end, yeah. let me ask you two questions yeah, one on? is business, and one is personal. Okay, all right, business to check out anything that you're doing or to see your next performances, where can people go to get that information?
0: So if they want to catch any of our performances, they can go to our Instagram at Top Four D. Here, let me get the. Oh no, the actual thing. Hopefully, I get. Yep, Top Four D Band on Instagram. Um, if they wanted to, they can also follow me on Instagram at Marquise Hendo Music. That's M A R Q U I S E H E N D O M U S I C. Marquis Hendo Music. That's why I'll be, you know, releasing my my music and uh, my personal music that I have going on in the future.
1: So I can't wait for that. E the E P man that you got working, you got seven tracks? Six done. Yeah, six done. So six completely done. Final uh, done. Damn. So how close are you releasing that?
0: I don't know. I, I, I want to make, make it make sense because I did a three-song EP a few years ago um, while I was actually here in Peoria. And, huh. did I, I just felt like I spent so much money, but I didn't know how, how to put your money in the right places. And it was just a failed business venture because mm. I didn't see anything come of it. So it's like, I still I still make music. You know, like, heck, I'll, I'll, when I get off or from here, I'm going to go home and, you know, be in my home studio. But it's it's one of those things where it's like this time, if I do it, I want to do it better. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, you will. You got more knowledge now. Yeah. Yeah. So That's the best thing about failure. It teaches you. Exactly. If you're willing to learn. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that leads me to my last question for you, Marquis. Anybody that sits in this seat, I ask them all the time. Okay. As simple as this. Everybody's story has a gold nugget. Wisdom. Something to take away from it. Something that we can learn from. So when your story's done, what do you want people to get away from your story?
0: Smile. <sighs> Always smile. No, you know you're gonna have hard times. You're gonna have tribulations. Smile through it. You know, because when you smile
1: you're going to feel better. I like it. With that said, been another episode of the KZ Community Beat episode thirty-four. We have thirty-four stories in. My guest this week was Marquise Henderson from Top 4 D, Central Illinois Top Forty Party Band. But he's gonna be known for a lot of other things. We're gonna make that happen. When the EP comes out, you reach out to me, we're gonna do another interview. I wanna talk about it. No. We'll talk about it. Make that happen. Go back and check out all other thirty two episodes, or I don't know. What's something sarcastic I tell the people today? I don't know. I'll kick you in the shin. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Nope, nope, nope. If you don't, I hope that you lose your utensils on your lunch break. I like hope you.
1: <laughs> That's my favorite thing to tell people. If someone wrongs me, I'm like, I hope you have a minor inconvenience. Yeah, exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? Because something's going to go big. wrong. Not
0: nothing big, but,
1: but just, minor. Yeah. Like <laughs> you sit down at a long ass day, you grab your remote control, but the batteries are there.
0: Exactly. You
1: ain't got no more batteries. You mm, no, 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 no. You got them, but they're in the other room. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I get In this. a drawer that's filled with other stuff. Exactly. So you got to look through it. Yeah. That's what I hope. If you don't listen to stuff. All right, we're out. Peace.
0: Peace. <laughs>